From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. So thanks for clicking in here. We're going to start paying your bills right away at 610 and go uh, all morning. Then tomorrow we're going to do it all day long. And man, going to be another beautiful day to play with Sunny out in the park near me. Partly it's be a bright, sunny day. <laughs> partly sunny highs in the mid-70s. Tanya got a new puppy named Sunny. Uh, you know, I- I'm having a little bit of a an issue. Speaking of dogs, I'm lying to people about George's age. Why? Oh. Because someone, I told you, George is seven? I told someone George's real age. And the response was, oh, she's getting up there. And it put uh. a bad thought in my head. And I thought, you know what? First of all, you don't get to say that to us, Georgia. Yeah. And second of all, I'm going to start saying she's five. No one gives <laughs> you a reaction when matter. she's five. Probably she's got gray chin. Dakota's going to be 13 this year. and she yeah, But do you like feel comfortable telling people that? I don't. Yeah, I mean, that's her age. I don't lie about I know, but it. I don't like people's... I'm almost proud. Reaction. Like I'm just like, look how old she is, and look how spunky yeah, she still spunky. is. It's all new to me, though. It's all new to me to say, hey, she's seven, and then somebody go, whoa. Well, I think after they turn six, they're considered seniors. Okay, that's not exactly why I'm saying five. That's not what Wait, I want what? us to hear. We don't, George I and I don't need that around here. We'll need it. I agree with you, Ryan. I saw this Instagram post over the weekend. Um, someone posted their cat, and... Uh, they mentioned that the cat is 26 years old. So, oh. right. I, I mean, if we say it, we believe it, and it's she'll just, live to 30. I, I got, so I got Georgia and, well, th- Mark, why don't you just pop on whatever <laughs> device you have here? You got her in uh, the spring of 2014. And she wasn't a newborn. It's, I think she's eight. <laughs> I think she's almost eight. <laughs> so, first of all, Again, bad news. And second of all, what is it with you and dates and this almanac brain of seasons, months, and deadlines and dates? Where's what's that all about? Do you have an? Almanac that's my thing. You? I like that. No, I keep everything on the show very well documented, so I know exactly when you got Georgia. So when did you get me? I personally got you in 2010. You got me in 2010. Yeah, I just wow. passed my 12 year anniversary. What a journey! And, what, and you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> but you start Without you, you start talking no about George's age, and we got to talk. <laughs> That's funny. Oh it's not funny. God. She's eight. I need to throw a birthday party for her. Yeah, celebrate it. Like, don't think of it as a negative thing. Do you do that? Do you? We throw do. Your... We do. But I always forget exactly when it is. You know, we always things. remember the day after their birthdays. <laughs> I have to call Mark, our producer. Like, oh. Nice. Yeah, right. The thing is, I celebrate sort of when Georgia arrived in my family, kind of. Right. I I don't know the day she was born, but uh, I'm not I'm just not going public with the whole eight years. I'm just not doing it. I'm not going to let people tell me, oh, she's getting up there. I'm not hearing it. Yeah, that's a bummer. Who said that? Oh, you know who said that? Who would say that to somebody? Tubbs. (laughs) on air with ryan seacrest please just bear with this next conversation my mother and patty's son okay Hmm. my mother and patty's son so my mother apparently was out with my father and they were Uh at dinner and someone came up to my mother and said, are you Connie Seacrest? I hear him talking about you all the time, and I thought that was you. And she says, Ryan, I was in the back of the restaurant, minding my own business, and someone came up. I said, Mother, will you have a fan? She said, no, <laughs> I have two. I said, what are you saying to me? She said, well, you won't believe this. The next day I went to lunch with Judy Vale, my friend. We got our nails done once a month, and we go for a soup mm-hmm. and sandwich after. At first watch, Cute. and someone comes up and says to my mother, I hear the stories about you. And she says, well, you know, okay, thank you. And the woman that came up at first watch over the soup and half a sandwich said, I've seen you before at the fresh market. But I didn't want to interrupt. Mm. So she 
just cannot go anywhere. I mean, my mother, right? She can't because the stories of her. She sometimes right. tells when she tells me this. It's like so dramatic. Two people in her life. <laughs> cute. But so cute. Not funny. so different than apparently Patty's son is too good looking. My mother just can't go anywhere, right? Uh-huh. Patty's son, too pretty. He what well, do you mean? it sounds a little silly, but um I am a little I'm a little concerned or I don't know how to handle this because I am constantly being told by strangers and individuals that Alexander is very handsome. Yeah. And mind you, I have two boys. And the other one, my little one, Oliver, doesn't get that same feedback. Only my oldest. And it's happened more than I can count with my fingers. So I don't know how to approach it because my little one doesn't hear it, but the oldest does. And I am concerned that the oldest is going to feel that he can get away with a lot of things because he is seen this way by others. And then my youngest will probably feel that he needs to go the extra mile because he's not like the oldest. Well, I don't know if that makes things sense. Things could always be worse, right? You could have gotten no compliments. At least you got one, right? One of the boys. So uh, I think at this age, it's a tough one because you're right. It's going to possibly have a, an impact on I mean I look I know for I know if, you know this for me being called chubby and being made fun of at spring break is still with me today I cannot take my shirt off in front of people or in any light or a mirror ever really I mean yeah so uh mm-hmm. what do you do Sissini what do you do you've got three beautiful kids that could be movie stars what do you do I don't think you draw attention to it, Patty. Like when people say stuff like this, I would just like not like draw any more attention to it. Like you can't control what people say and the things that come right. out of their mouths. But I just say thank you. Yeah, you say thank you. You move on. And then with them, it's like I know. Like we grew up and I remember growing up and it was always about like weight and your looks and you're pretty mm-hmm. or you're cute or let's like right. We have to encourage kids to, to be um, and say things like you're so strong for doing that. You know, not necessarily oh you look really cute in that dress. It's just like, mm-hmm. wow, that dress, you know, or like you you must feel really strong today or something like that. You're just more like encouraging but, but, but words. Don't you, I mean, kids are smart. Like mm-hmm. you, you're saying other words. That makes me have a complex too. Oh, gosh. Well, no, so I trying. tell my little one, you're handsome too, but I don't even know if I'm, if I'm doing what I'm, the right, right thing like by, it, by doing it, that. Yeah. These kids are so young. This is not you the way the, it's, it? it's going to end up. They're both going to well, be princes. Alexander's going to be 11 next month. So he's aware. He he knows. And maybe, and then I'm thinking, am I treating my kids differently too? Because I am tougher on oh Oliver. Boy. You know, oh am I, boy. am I treating him? Am I, are you I am influenced by other people's influence yourself? Right. You no, know, I, I don't know. I think maybe because Alexander is my firstborn and I was young when I had him and I went through a lot. It was like a painful pregnancy and I feel like Mm. there's a vulnerability with Alexander that Oliver doesn't have. Um, And I, the way I treat them, I, I, I I treat them knowing, like having that in my head. But I I mean, both of my kids are good looking, I think. Yeah. And you keep, (laughs) then that's, that's the way you act. And they're very smart. Yeah. Look, if anybody's to blame, it's you and Michael. All right, like <laughs> bad on you and Michael for creating yeah, pretty you... kids. I would respond to people and say, "Yes, aren't they both so handsome?" Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. But really also, good. the way we look today, like, look at me. I'm not gonna look like this in 20 years. No. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't oh, matter. Maybe. My. Yeah. Oh, the way you look now and the way he's going to look at 20 and 28 and 30. Like, we change so much. Yeah, with our kids. I know. So it's it's like it, it it's the scarring years. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what you're doing just by noticing it and trying to do your best through it mm-hmm. so it doesn't leave anybody with any. T- and listen, tiny little things scar us. Oh tiny, yeah, th- it's yeah, the, we all know that. It's the tiniest one remark once in your life at nine mm-hmm. that scars mm-hmm. you. That's why we're all here. Yep. 
right? It's why we're all here. Somebody way, way when I was 18 said, oh, you'll you'll never be ever Mm -hmm. anything ever this, that, and the other. And I still say yes to every job because I hear that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're so hard on ourselves. Why why don't you seek someone who knows how to how to handle this, right? Yeah. 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 Not clearly. (laughs) All right. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's do the morning hack in the quote of the day. Rolling up on seven. Get your headlines. We'll pay your bills. It's all in the system. It's all in the plan. Are you all ready? First of all, did you make a resolution? I'm kind of over them. Yeah. We talked about this. Right. The obligation to making it sets you up for failure. A little bit. So think it through. Anyway, yeah, we're 12 days into the new year. A lot, a lot of resolutions have been forgotten already or mm-hmm. close. Here's, the, here's what the experts, the resolutioners, experts say to do to stay on track. They say, tell someone your resolution so that someone then will ask about it. Oh, like hold you accountable to it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Tell someone your resolution and then you will probably be more accountable when they're asking, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe you won't be. But try it. (laughs) Today's quote, remember, not all positive change feels positive in the beginning. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Partly sunny highs in the mid-70s. Ryan Seacrest paying your bills. We're going to do it again after this trending report. So have they or haven't they? It's been our question for a while. Just yep. reading Tanya's note card here. <laughs> yeah. And did and I'm reading on did the weekend give us some answers in his new album? Okay, go ahead. Fans seem to think that he did indeed. So Who, Angelina, wait, sorry, who's have they or haven't they? Who are they? Angelina Jolie and the weekend. So I feel like a lot of people they've been spotted out at dinners and people have been tracking mm-hmm. Weangelina for a while now, but a lot of people thought that they were just like work friends or they're working on a project together. Well, The Weeknd dropped his last album, Dawn FM, over the weekend. And actually also, too, I think it's really cute because Dawn FM is basically like a radio station. There's like jingles in between some of the songs and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. really fun for us. Um, but there's this song. It's called Here We Go, dot, 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 again. And the lyrics seem pretty telling. So it says, my new girl, she a movie star. I loved her right, make her scream like Nev Campbell, because baby girl, she a movie star. I told myself that I'd never fall, but here we go again. All signs point to Angelina Jolie. She's a movie star. What other movie star has The weekend been linked to in the last six months? When was the song written and when were the sightings? Well, it's hard to say when it was written. I don't know, because the album just came out on Friday. But... The, the sightings song. have been multiple sightings throughout the past, like, six, seven, eight months. So I'm just thinking about the songwriting recording process. Do the sightings match up on the timeline with songwriting recording release timing? I mean, in my opinion, yes. Kind of. Yeah. How but about the subtle my... shout-out to Nev Campbell, too? <laughs> yeah, I know. And scream. But here's my biggest takeaway. So the song is about like how he said he would never fall again. Obviously, he's been burned in past relationships. We don't know the details. He's a private person. But he said, I'm never going to fall again. And and here we go again. How do you date somebody? Like at what point do you cut it off to make sure that it doesn't go down that path of falling in love? Because obviously, if you're dating somebody and you keep dating them and it's going really well, you're bound to go down that path. So it's like, if that's your intention, you don't want to date, you don't want to get your heart broken. How long is the expiration date in your opinion? Sissini? I don't think you put a time on it. You just go with your gut. But if you're like, I don't want to fall in love. I don't want to deal with that heartbreak anymore. I'm just dating for fun. You have to put those boundaries up. Can you You read me the lyric about the movie star again? My new girl, she a movie star. I loved her right, make her scream like Nev Campbell, because baby girl, she a movie star. I loved her right? Mm-hmm. 
I told myself that I'd never fall, but here we go again. I just don't know. I just, I'm, I'm stumped by it because maybe are they, are there? I have not seen the sightings. Are there romantic sightings? They're out to dinner. So could he then have taken a friendship and then decided to write fiction from it for could. fun? Yeah, good. I just don't see. I, I don't know. I, I do. I think the weekend's gonna write those lyrics about Angelina Jolie. I don't know. I'm saying maybe they're they are in each other's lives, and then he decides to hey, you know what? This is gonna be fun. Let me let's have some fun you with right. this. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. Let me write this because I I don't know. Okay, but take them out of it. Well, if you're dating and you don't want to fall in love, at what point do you cut it off and say no more? If you're dating and you don't want to fall in love, at what point do you, you don't know? It's you all don't. you don't. Like, Tanya, you're caught on the <laughs> wrong wheel. What do you mean? You don't control when you fall in love, so you don't just like eh, breaks. Exactly. But that's the whole point. You're trying to control it, but don't. Yeah, when miserable. you are feeling something, the whole point yeah. is you're finally feeling something, so let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I know, but you're All so right? burned from the past, you don't want to. You don't want to have that heartbreak again, so you just stop yourself from doing it in the first place. Yeah, I know what that's like, but I sometimes we don't have breaks, so we're doing these segments because we started these segments when Sissy, I guess first had your first baby, right? We're the twins. Yeah, and then we. It had this segment here when Michael was filling in for you for the segment. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of like doing these segments. So we made up another one called Whoa Baby Wednesday where we check in with baby Savea. I will tell you that, you know, because Santa asked for Florida to stop using her passy. Now, when mm -hmm. I FaceTime her, I don't speak until she takes her pacifier out. Oh, so I'm trying, good. To, I'm trying to get her to try to help out. Yeah. Yeah. So Meredith will text me like, hey, FaceTime and get the passy out. Yeah. It's a process. But it's a process, there. three years old process. Mm -hmm. But yours at the beginning of your journey with baby Savea. So baby Savea is now 21 weeks old. Yeah, I can't believe it. What is she learning? What is she into now? Um, so this week she is very good at holding her bottle now, which any parent can relate is like a game changer because as soon as they can start holding their bottle, it's like we don't have to hold it for there for them basically. So she kind of she plays with it more than she actually like knows how to hold it, but she'll pull it out and pull it back in, mm -hmm. pull it out, put it back in. So yes, her like her skills of like grabbing things and it's a milestone check. Better. Yeah, it's a milestone. All right. Now, you often get phone calls asking for tips. I mean, not only baby tips, but twin tips, but do you have any tips you bear? This one is very simple. Um, because I'm doing it this week, and so it made me think of it. And it's like sometimes you just have to lean on your family and your your own mom. So I went to Orange County over the weekend to help my nephew pick out his suit for his winter formal. And, like, we picked out his corsage and all that stuff, too. And then so we were at my parents' house, and I just didn't want to, like, leave. I basically, we, we, we thought about maybe spending the night, but then I was like, I didn't want to leave my mom. And I was like, why don't you just come back with us? So we literally kidnapped my mom because... It's just I wanted the extra help this week, and it's just been so nice. So sometimes you just got to lean on family. Dawn's on me. My dry cleaner keeps asking me, are you getting rid of your pumping equipment, or are you keeping the door open for number four? I want to get back. I returned the pumping equipment. So I had I had uh, rented the pump from Cedars. So I actually went back a few days ago, and I have officially returned it. Okay. But That's... I still have the pumping supplies in my closet. <laughs> so. uh, all right. How are the twins, Aza and oh. Maxon? They're crawling into our bed really early in the morning, and I don't know. Oh, it's so cute because it's cold. Uh, it's is so it cold? cute, but it's like, is you this going to be keep it bad warm or cold? Do you keep it cold? You guys sleep at 68? Ugh, I wish. Man, oh, no. Michael likes to crank the heat. Oh, boy. I, just, That's I know. Oh. I wish. Oh, I wish it was cold. It's never cold. I'm, it's like this morning I woke up. I was like. Turn off the heater. It's so oh, hot. I can't sleep in heat. Anyway, they're crawling up there. I what do they want? Either they just want to cuddle. They want to be in our bed, and then they and do you moan like say, a helicopter? Uh. <laughs> a little annoying because then I wake up and there's like a foot in my face. But you know, I guess I'm gonna miss it. That's when the best part, of course. Yeah. I know. All right, what's a real moment? What's a real, real, realist moment in the last week or so? I wasn't even gonna put this because it's maybe TMI, but. Michael and I are back. Like, 
I don't know where the mojo was before, but it is back. And we really? were getting very creative with the. <laughs> yeah. I'm living up to my song. <laughs> wasn't, this, wasn't this your song that you said is going to predict your year based on yes. some mechanism? It's whatever song was number one on your 21st birthday right, well, is, this is how it. 2022 is going to pen out. And you know, so you subtly shop. said, right. did you? She subtly said, and it's already happening. When I played that song the first time, I heard that. Kind of is. Yeah. I oh, did. You wow. said that. Oh, look at that I callback. So now, what do you think has happened? Like, what? what, what All good things. What, no, no, no. But why? Like, where did it go? Why did it come back? Like, what? Well, I mean, I know why it's like gone. Like, it's like when you're breastfeeding and doing all that, it's just like you're not feeling sexy. And like your body is like a tool. Like you're not, it's not like Gnarly. you're not kind of thinking that, you know, but now I'm back. And so is he. And so is he. And it's great. Are you guys? It's really fun. <laughs> scheduling time? Do you schedule? No. No, we don't schedule it, but it's like well, very consistent. Don't act so alarmist about scheduling. People have to schedule this stuff. Consistent? How consistent? Like like every night so far. Wow. <laughs> All right. I think we covered a lot of bases on that break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amy, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? I am good. So you're supposed to be in a wedding this weekend. What's happening? <clears throat> yeah, so supposed to be at a wedding this weekend, and, um, you know, they thought it would be cool to do it on MLK weekend, you know, because it's, a lot of us don't have work on Monday, which is great. Um, but uh, I am I'm supposed to be one of the bridesmaids, but uh, with, you know, Omicron, I am not super comfortable going. Um, so I guess my question is, uh, is it too late for me to back out on her? I mean, like, I feel like if I go, I'm, I haven't caught it yet. And I, I feel like I'm tempting fate. Like there's a high likelihood that I could get sick. Is she requiring vaccinations and negative testing for everybody that's going? So they are requiring all of us to be vaccinated, but she does not want any of us to be masked. Um, so, you know, and especially with this new variant, like people that are vaccinated are catching it left and right. And so, you know, and so I, I'm worried that I'm going to catch it. But also, if I don't go, then this, you know, that's a big deal. This could be the end of our friendship. So, you know, there was another bridesmaid, you know, just a few weeks ago that, you know, kind of was inquiring, like, oh, is everything going on? You know, just just as scheduled. And the bride was like, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I know they've postponed a couple times already, so the bride is just so over and done with, like, I don't want to hear a single word about COVID, you know, but I, well, I'm incredibly nervous. I am no expert at weddings. But here is what, if I'm you, here's what I think, if you want an mm -hmm. opinion. My feeling is, in a situation like this, you can't feel guilt about your own health and protecting yeah. yourself, which in turn will protect others in the long run, especially with this thing. Because, you know, I, we all know people who have been double vax boosted up and still are catching yeah. it. We know people who have been living yes. with people who have it that didn't catch it. We know people have been living with people who have it and catch it. So I, you cannot yeah. figure it out. And it, so to me, I don't think, one, your friend can give you a hard time for wanting to be healthy and safe for yourself, your kids, your family, etc. Yeah. I also think your friend, if she's going on with the wedding, knows that. Knows that. I'm sure she and her fiance have said, look, we're going on with this in this time. We got to be aware. Some people are just not going to be able to come or want to come or can come. And that's just the reality. And so by them moving yeah. forward in this time, in my mind, gives you the permission to say you don't feel safe. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Um, you know, it's still, I just, I feel absolutely so, so guilty about, you, you know, wanting to pull out. You can't feel I know. guilt. First of all, guilt is toxic. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> guilt is something you shouldn't feel because this is out of your control. This is more in her yeah. control than your control. She's having the wedding during Omicron. 
Yeah, I know. I feel like if it was any other time, I would be, oh my gosh, it's so rude to pull out so last minute. But I think it, it's just the time that we're in right now. I don't, I can't imagine that she, it would be a friendship killer, you know? Like, I think she, and you know, she it's would understand. One of, you know, it breaks my heart to, like, not, to, you know, the possibility of not being there at her wedding. That alone breaks my heart, you know? I'm just, I'm, I'm really, really scared about this, so... Yeah. Well, I think we stop overthinking what you already know you're going to do and just do it sooner than later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay. Well, Amy, stay safe. Be healthy. Thanks for calling and take care. Okay? Thank you so much, guys. Same to you. Bye-bye. Thank you very Bye. much. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So we have uh, Drew Afwalo with us here from TikTok. Almost 4 million followers on TikTok, 26 years old and doing it, getting it done. There are so many 20 to 27 year olds that are just getting it done and doing great things. And she's one of them. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Hello, everyone. So, Drew, you're out of LA. Where in LA are you from? Um, I'm in. Uh, I don't really know because I've just moved here. So, oh, so you're not I'm, from I'm here, legit. Not from there, legit. So I'm fake. I'm a fake. Los Angeles. No, no, we all. Well, I mean, that's not <laughs> We're true. We're all transplants. Uh, I, I moved here from Atlanta many, many years ago. Oh, Patty's okay. from here. Sissini is Orange County from here, and mm-hmm. Tanya is from here. So, really, yeah, you and I are the only ones that aren't. Uh, anyway, oh. <laughs> uh, welcome. I, I want to explain what you're doing so that we can get a little more insight. But you're known on TikTok as a crusader of women how would you describe (laughs) what you do and what you're doing um well i guess a lot of people call me um the boogeyman of tiktok so like baba yaga like a john wick reference so essentially uh i seek out really misogynistic and bigoted content and kind of just like flip it on its head so i'm really just someone who sticks out for a lot of marginalized groups, women included, but it's like black women, black trans women, you know, non-binary people, gay people. So just everyone that is constantly made fun of for no reason, I kind of make fun of them. So (laughs) that's in a nutshell. But give me an example of something that you saw that really got under your skin and really caused a reaction from you. Um, I would say one of my very first videos that ever took off like ever was a gym bro video the gym bros are not a fan of me on that app but it's not people who work out it's just men who are almost in a chokehold by this male gaze so they feel the need to constantly work out and try to overcompensate for things and they were making fun of fat women um Mm. so something like that really irks me really gets under my skin just because like everyone's living a different experience in life. So it's really not your place to tell someone that they're not, they don't belong in certain spaces. Like you're not allowed to be here, not allowed to be happy because I don't like what you look like, which is just bizarre to me because I don't care about anyone but myself and like people who affect me and people I love. So that was probably one of the very first videos I ever made that really took off because I just kind of let this one gym bro have it. What did you say to that gym bro? Um, I essentially, in a nutshell, I'm also very vulgar, so I'll have to give you the cliff notes, but I essentially said (laughs) that, um, you know, drinking pre-workout and eating a lot of boiled chicken is not a personality trait that many women are looking for. So, uh, that's kind of like in a nutshell what I said. I have a feeling, I feel like it was, it was uh, a lot more colorful than that, right? There was yes. more adjectives, I'm sure. A little uh, bit, a little bit more colorful. Yeah. Is it, is it real prevalent? Are, are there a lot of things like this happening? Do you see a lot of it? Yes, constantly. I described it to um, someone else the other day as like a, a boat with a hole in it and no matter how much water i shovel out more just keeps coming in like i just can't ever seem to get to shovel enough of it out so i'll never be out of a job that's for sure (laughs) well i I wonder is this indicative of for example look at how people are treating people on airplanes Mm -hmm. right i mean Mm -hmm. where where has the civility gone where has where has uh you know 
not being in someone's space gone. And do you think that a lot of that, those physical altercations and exchanges are mm-hmm. derivative of how people are talking on social media? Yeah, I always describe it as um, some of these jokes that misogynists like to make have real life implications. So it's not it's not necessarily a joke when people are actually discriminated against and people are actually oppressed. It's not really a joke, is it? It's a joke to you because it doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. But it's not a joke to other people, Marge, people who live in marginalized groups, people who live in those shoes every single day. It's not a joke to them. So that's why those jokes aren't funny to me, because if I truly think like if you have to be a bigot to be funny, then you're not funny. You know, I'm you're sure. you're incapable of being yep. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that 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 couldn't be more true. Has mm-hmm. anyone apologized after you've hit them back? Good question. um no i wouldn't say an apology it was it's more so of a backtrack so a lot of times they either delete the video just pretend it never happened um delete their whole account private it um or they'll put out videos where they attack me and call me a bunch of names and call me ugly and fat and all that it's it's almost you know when one says terrible horrible hurtful things about someone else to someone mm-hmm. else it's yeah. only coming from their lack of security of themselves their lack exactly. of happiness themselves their lack of mm-hmm. happiness themselves and you almost feel sorry for them yeah absolutely it's it's that's why every time i make jokes it's they're silly and lighthearted compared yeah. to what they said a lot of times like the things they say are truly vile um and then the things they say about me are also vile but like i compare someone to a cartoon rat and somehow i'm the worst you know yeah. i'm well, the worst you, person <laughs> i mean the, the fact that people take their time and their energy to put that kind of vile stuff out there just yeah. tells you what you're dealing with it just tells exactly you you're with. yeah well and I, it's- I, we, we love it we love what you're doing uh, <laughs> drew afwalo you can follow her on tiktok to see yeah. the vulgarness uh that she <laughs> self-described and thanks for doing that thanks for for all that you're doing and thanks for coming on it's really great to talk to you and get to know you yeah of course thank you so much for having me i'm honored okay. you take care bye. and welcome you to too. la thank bye. you bye <laughs> really great but true when you read something that someone says about me you us you just think i mean that's the their own issue. That, That's their yeah, own problem. The effort that they took to do that. It's like, come on. All right. So since you were saying that there's uh, going to be a new way that we, a new trash law, a new way that we dispose of our trash here in the state of California. Man, I remember growing up, there were so very few rules about getting yeah. rid of your trash. And then, of course, as time went by, you know, your cut grass goes here. Uh, recyclables go there. Uh, mm-hmm. To make to certain things to make compost go here, and it looks like it, things are going to change in a big way. So, what are we going to have in California? What's the law going to be, and when? Well, the law is already in effect, and it's kind of starting to roll out slowly in different yeah. cities. I know that um, I have friends in Orange County; they're already doing this in Ventura County. I mean, Santa Barbara has been doing this for years. So is San Francisco, and I'm talking about the way we dispose of our organic waste, so food scraps. Um, when you're done, yeah, compost, when you're done eating your dinner, um, instead of just throwing everything in the trash, we're going to have to separate all of the food compost and then put that into our, they're saying right now that the bin that we put our yard waste, that's where we will put the compost, That that could change too. Who knows if they give us a whole different What about if I, but like some of my food goes into the garbage disposal. Well, that's fine. Well, that's different because that goes into the sewage. But is that good or should we not be doing that either? I don't do that. You put all the food in there. I Not I all throw of it, the food. but sometimes when I wash a plate off, you know, my scraps go down into the disposal and I got to hit the thing that scares me to death because I think it's going to grab my arm and suck me in and take my Same. hand off. Um, I think that that all gets like liquefied and and it's disposed through the sewage. So break down the three bins and how we'll use them. So right now we have trash, recyclables, yeah. and yard waste. Okay, we've had yeah. that for years. Now we're going to have to get one of those little compost bins that you can put on your counter or keep under your sink, and then you'll put all your food scraps in there and then take them out nightly, I'm assuming, and put them in the yard waste bin. 
I think it's great. They, I mean, there's a large percentage of what goes into landfills that is just food waste. Yeah, it's true. And of course, you're going to be fined if you don't separate your food scraps. Uh, but those charges, they're saying, are not scheduled to begin until 2024. So they're giving us a little bit of Wait, a, no. a aren't, they gonna make, aren't they going to make fuel out of the food? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they're going to make fuel out of the food. They could because I guess the, you you're know, right. They can make biogas for fuel from the food, and that's so, obviously. I mean, good. this is the future. Like, yeah, I, I'm surprised that we're not doing this. My sister lived in England, um, like maybe ten years ago, right. and they were doing it then. When I went to go visit her, she had this little compost bin on her counter, and I was like, "What is this?" Well, a lot She's of like, places around the world and, and Europe do it. I tell you something. You know, I, I've been studying a little bit of biodynamic farming. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, wow. this is all, that's all part of the biodynamic farming world, too. So I'm for it. It's it's mindful, right? You just got to be a little bit more mm -hmm. mindful. But when you think about right. the fact that that food, it's so much food, uh, could be used for this biogas for fuel. It's pretty mm -hmm. incredible. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. All right. So now you know. Sisney with all the things you just need to know. Seacrest. Thanks for listening to us on this Wednesday, the 12th of January. I want to grab Jenny here. Jenny, good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? We are actually doing quite well. I mean, we've got a new member to the family. I don't know if you heard, but Tanya and her very long-time boyfriend, Robbie, got a dog named Sonny just the other day. That's so exciting. Congratulations. And Thank you. We're obsessed with her. They say dogs, well, I mean, they say we know dogs, you cannot be in a bad mood around a dog. A dog changes your mood. It's like, it's, it's, it's good for wellness. So anyway, Jenny, how can we mm -hmm. help you? Okay. So um, my husband and I go, it, it's, it's a little bit of a situation. So my husband and I go to um, our local bar almost every weekend. So we've actually become really good friends with the staff and the bartender. Uh, the bartender's there. So, so much so that we actually have started like hanging out with them other than the bar. So just really quick backstory, just for context. So there's a female bartender who's dating another bartender there. They are a couple, they have a baby together. They are boyfriend and girlfriend. They're still together. Okay. Um, a few months ago, that female bartender hired another um, male bartender who she said is like her really good friend. She describes him as like a brother to her. We love him too. So he's actually become part of our group as well. Um, so just recently, my husband was actually hanging out with this new bartender, the new guy. Um, and he revealed to my husband that he's actually been sleeping with the female bartender, mm -hmm. the one that has the boyfriend that has a baby with his boyfriend. Um, so we are obviously incredibly shocked um we don't really know what to do with this information because obviously we're friends with everyone in this situation so um we're not quite sure if we confront the female bartender if we tell her boyfriend we haven't seen anybody in a while um because we don't know what to do we've been using COVID as an excuse of course i mean really COVID's crazy so we really should be home anyway um so we've been using that as an excuse as to why we haven't been going around because they've been texting us asking where we are, but we just really are in such a spot. We have no idea how to handle this. Well, Sisney, I see you shaking your head. Go for it. I, I, to me, it's very simple. You just go to her girl to girl and say, hey, this was said behind your back. I don't know if it's true, but you should definitely talk to this guy and ask why he's spreading rumors or why he's telling, you know, my husband that that you're sleeping together. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think you go okay. to her girl, girl to girl and see what she says and see. And then, and then what, but, th but then what? Like, so what happens after that conversation is it? Where's that go? Right, she, they are sleeping together. Oh, then now she knows that the dude's telling everybody. Oh, true. You know I, what I mean? I, you know, well, mm -hmm. One of the things that we all need to try and do, it's in the four agreements. It's in the book, The Four Agreements. Oh, I, need, I need to reread that book. Such a good Gossip, book. toxic, get away from it. Stay away from it. Mm -hmm. Don't get near it. Don't, you know, just get it out of your life because it is, there's just no good with it. There's, you know yeah, I mean? you could just go back to the bar, get your drinks and have fun. And just pretend like you guys don't know anything. 
that'd be something. I right. wish we didn't know this. We both wish we yeah. really did not have this information. Right. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Sometimes you just don't want to hear things. I, I tell yeah. Tiffany and Tanya all the time, don't tell me. Like they're talking about something. Well, no, and then we don't tell you, and, and then say, you get upset that you don't know. No, yeah. let's be clear. Sorry, Jenny. This is now a, a, a family affair. family issue. Um, I don't get upset that I don't know. I just often say I don't want to hear you talking about the people you're talking about behind their backs. I don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't. I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. And you guys mm-hmm. like that as a sport sometimes. We we don't talk about anybody behind their back. With all due respect. <laughs> we don't. No, we don't. You say all. we talk. You don't either, Tanya? No. No, we don't really talk about people behind their backs. We talk about our own personal lives. Yeah, that's where you get uncomfortable when we're like start talking about periods and stuff. Yeah. I am completely comfortable with the period <laughs> panties that you talked about. <laughs> This week, like I've yeah. now learned about them, and they sound good for the environment. But you get so squiggly, squoggly when you're like, "Oh, I don't know what they're talking about again." But you just want no part of it. No, I. It's I, really I, a fine line. No, no, I, I sit here and I listen. I listen to your whole conversation about the period panties and mm-hmm. what they do. And Sisney asked, "Well, do you reuse them?" And I thought that was a very astute question. Very. And now I have <laughs> knowledge of those. So I learn things here. I just sit back sometimes and watch it happen. And then I get curious. But that's different than gossiping. But y- your training reports are kind of <laughs> gossipy anyway. Well, no. If you if you really pay attention, I'm reporting facts about no, what's not. actually going. Yes, I am. No, you're using sometimes like tabloids well, as your sources. Facts. No, they're mm. not facts. Not, not, All right, not. Jenny, please. I think Sissini's advice is the best here. I agree. I think that that's probably going to be the plan of action. All right. Well, good luck. Well, good luck. All right. Bye. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Fareed Zakaria joining us now. It's not often that Rihanna is your lead in, I don't think, Fareed. <laughs> it is not often. You're exactly right. <laughs> that's that's why we like having you on our format here. It's always fun to casually catch up. How are you doing, first of all? I'm doing very well. Uh, I was uh, took a little time during the break, went skiing. My son got COVID, uh, but it was so mild that the one day he had symptoms, he says to me, can I just ski? So I said, yeah, as long as you stay outdoors and don't uh, don't infect anybody else. So, he, you know, he skied through his one day of COVID symptoms. So he had COVID. What did you make of that? I mean, obviously, I'm sure he was vaccinated and boosted. Yeah. So what I make of it is um, and I'm I was vaccinated and boosted. And we spent a lot of time together. Uh, you and know, you skiing, didn't get it? Driving to the ski place. Pardon? And you didn't get it. And I didn't get it. So what it tells me is. You know, it is breaking through, but the boosters are very effective. I mean, the fact that I didn't get it, I think, is because I was boosted. He was not. He was double vaccinated, but not boosted because he's only 22. Um, But the main thing I get from it, look, I know about in the last two weeks, I know about 12 people who have gotten COVID. Two had pretty bad symptoms, like a full-blown cold. Everybody else was asymptomatic. I compare that to... The first month of COVID, March 1990, uh, 2020, I knew two people who got COVID, both of whom were hospitalized, one of whom died. So this is a very mild but very widespread variant, and it's already coming down. It went up like a rocket. New York City this week, cases are down 35%. So I think what's happening is you're you're getting widespread infection, but... Because the numbers are high, you are seeing a lot of people in hospitals, but I think they're going to come down just as fast as they went up. And and, and I, you, you say they're coming down in New York. Have we reached the peak then? Has all the data gotten to where it needs to be so it will start to come down in other places like that? So what, what we're seeing is South Africa was the first place hit. It's completely gone down there. Got it. Uh, UK was second. London cases are falling precipitously now. New York um, is falling other parts of the country. One way to think about this, Ryan, is what this is doing is this is nature's way of giving antibodies to the non-vaccinated. To those people who are not vaccinated, they are really getting Omicron. 
that I mean, that you look at the numbers and it's 10 times as many people mm-hmm. unvaccinated are getting it as vaccinated. And they will they will get their antibodies and they will get their immunity from uh, COVID the hard way. It'd be much easier to get it through a vaccine, boosting and all that. But you're going to get the, the largest number, the biggest effect of this is going to be to give infection and, and therefore antibodies to people who are not vaccinated. Well, viruses, they, you know, they come, they recreate, they, they become different variants. We're seeing that in other places around the world where it starts and comes to the states. Is this just going to be a way of life for the next foreseeable future? Look, I think we're we're probably um, you know past the we're, we're getting to the point where we're past the worst of it. But but the idea that we will have um, these kinds of infectious viruses as part of the mix of our life, unfortunately, is likely to be true. And it's partly because of the way we live. We have a lot of um, a lot of the development taking place in places like Asia. Um, you know, the, the human beings are encroaching on nature. The closer you keep getting to nature, the more you're going to get animal diseases. All these diseases, all these coronaviruses, uh, you know, SARS, MERS, Ebola, um, even HIV, these are all zoonotic diseases, meaning they originate in animals. Why are we getting so many of them in the last 30 years? Because everywhere around the world, human beings are getting closer and closer in terms of building cities, towns, expanding to animals. So yeah, the fundamental reality is we're probably going to see more of this. Um, hopefully, we will get better and better at the, at the viruses and the treatments as well. Fried Zakaria with us right now. Before you go, I want to get your take on, I guess, what we can expect in terms of inflation and the cost of some of our everyday supplies. And where I think going. it's going to be a tough period for the next uh, year or two because, you know, we switched off the global economy and then we just switched it back on. And guess what? It, it turns out it's not an on off switch. <laughs> you know, when you switch off the economy for a year and tell people to go home and not well, a lot of people don't come back to the same jobs. A lot of, you know, and, and this disease is affecting different countries at different points. So you say you want to start on. But right now, some of your parts came from India and they're going through their own spike right now or. They came from Vietnam and Vietnam is shut down or, you know, so that the stop start jerkiness of the supply chain means I think you're going to see it harder and harder to get stuff. And when it's harder to get stuff, you have to pay more for it it. because there's limited supply, which means the price goes up. So one way to think about this, Ryan, is for the last 30 years, we developed a system where companies could find the cheapest thing in the world by going wherever it was cheapest, where whatever the most efficient means was, um, that was the, the the hallmark, right? Now, for a variety of reasons, we're not doing that. Some of it is pandemic. Some of it is protectionism, right? We're seeing we want stuff to be made closer to home. Well, guess what? If you do that, it's going to cost more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you put tariffs on China, if you put tariffs on Europe, all, all that means the cost of goods go up. And it's a very interesting moment where We've kept saying, you know, that's okay. We want stuff to be made in America. Well, let's see how people feel. There was a very interesting poll done once where they said, you want your jeans made in America? That's great. Here's the, here's the deal. The Levi's jean that you used to pay $40 for is going to cost $80. Now do you want it made in America? And 75% of the people said, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. We, want the cheap, we want the cheap $40 jean. They can make it in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, all right. I wish we had a longer format program where I could continue to talk to you, but we'll watch your program. Watch GPS with Fareed Zakaria Sundays, 10 a.m., 9 central, CNN. And Fareed's special, The Fight to Save American Democracy, is available now on demand or the CNN app. Let's talk soon. Take good care. Thank you, Ryan. Always a pleasure. Be, be well. Bye-bye. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So the question in the trending report here that so just so you understand how this works, Tanya researches or investigates or journalizes her reports late into the night mm-hmm. and then comes in with them in the morning. Sometimes she updates them in the morning, but she usually starts them with a general question that is derived from the story somehow. And this question was, is there a dress code? Do we, Sisney, do we think there's a dress code? 
when it comes to weddings. Now, we were asked that and we said yes, and it didn't seem like you were satisfied. So what's going on? <laughs> okay, so I bring it up because Kendall Jenner. So we all remember the infamous dress that she wore to one of her best friend's weddings. Right. Um, her name's Lauren Perez. People were calling it blatantly disrespectful. They were commenting all kinds of things about this dress. So since it is radio, I will describe the dress for you. Imagine a candy cane, so red and white stripes. The red stripes are the black dress, and the white stripes are her skin. It's the best way for me to describe it, right? Very revealing. Mm -hmm. But um, it's very revealing, but I think it's beautiful, and it's a beautiful dress. And so she, there was a lot of scuttle going on when she wore this, but Kendall Jenner is kind of, obviously she saw everything that was going on when it was happening because Lauren Perez posted an Instagram photo, um, kind of like throwback to the best, her best day of the year or whatever. And Kendall commented and she said, Avi, I asked for your approval in advance too. We love a beach wedding. So that was like kind of her way of telling people without telling people. I asked the bride her permission to wear this dress to her wedding. But it got me thinking would you ever ask a bride if a dress was appropriate to wear to her wedding? Because I feel like the bride has so much going on. She's not going to well, say, no, I, you can't look, wear I a think dress. She, I, think, I'm, I think it was the right move to ask. Look, she, Kendall knew, I guess, this dress was going to get some attention, and she wanted to make sure that it didn't take away from the bride's wishes or tension, I guess. <laughs> I think it did. And I know, but you know what's but, funny? I feel like if you're the bride, I'd be like, don't ask me. Just wear it. Okay. I think if you have to ask, you already have the answer. Yeah, it seems that way. But you said a beach wedding. So does that mean that you can justify wearing, in this case, less because it's a beach wedding? Correct. Maybe it was hot. People didn't know that it was really hot outside. I, yeah, I'm I just guess, saying, like, yeah. if you, where I grew up, the Dunwoody United Methodist Church, right? So I don't right. think that that dress would work there. Correct. Mm -hmm. Really good investigation. When you get married, mm -hmm. would you let Patty wear that dress to your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> if Patty texted me and asked me if she could wear that, I'd be like, why is she doing this? I, but if she showed up in that, I wouldn't care. No. Yes, care. I really believe so. I want you people would to care. wear what they want. I would why? care. You should care. You and can't you show care. up. It, it, to, I don't think you can show up to your wedding in that dress, Patty. No. Tanya's I, wedding, that dress. No, I would not. Anybody. Even if Kendall. I had some no. single girls and some single guys and they wanted to, like, you know, get it going, I'd be stoked for them. I got to tell you something. You are making things up. We know you're a traditionalist. <laughs> yep. We know your parents. We know how you envision this day. You are not speaking total truth. And we'll see. And we'll remember this. Guess what? I have a logger, and I, I and yeah. Mark has an almanac. He'll remember this <laughs> moment. He'll remember what I was wearing, what color your hair was. He'll remember it all right now yeah. when we go back yeah. to it. All right? On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tomorrow, it's an all-new Ryan's Roses. You want a little sneak peek? Her husband received a thoughtful gift in the mail. He claims he bought it for himself. She thinks otherwise. So who was it from? What does it mean? That's tomorrow at 740. Y'all take care, okay? See you then. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.